0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Blizzard Watch podcast. I'm Matt Rossi. I'm the host. With me this week are my two dark and spooky, because we were talking about dark and spooky stuff, and we'll be talking about more dark and spooky stuff. Uh, Liz Harper and Joe Perez, you guys... Uh, I wish something had happened about Diablo, so we could talk about Diablo. Unfortunately, nothing did happen. So anyway, no, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> uh, Quite a bit actually happened. Uh, the IGN FanFest 2023 had some some fair amount of diablo 4 news um including the opening in-game cinematic by in-game cinematic i mean it's not one of the big pre-rendered you know types of cinematics we've seen it it is literally an in-game engine created cinematic that has your character in it and as a result when what you see is basically just the one person's character going through the start Uh, which is interesting to me but go ahead
2: I, yeah, I mean it's cool to be able to see yourself because one of the big things about Diablo Four is that you have this huge character customization thing, which uh, Diablo has not done before. No, like no, remember, it remember Diablo One—you couldn't even pick gender. I don't think Diablo Two you could either. Nope. Yes, yeah, Diablo—it was Diablo Three. We were three games into the series before you could even choose your character's gender. Yep. And Four is going to have all this customization that you could see in game and see all this cool stuff. And it's going to be in the cinematics. Yeah. So that
0: is really cool. Uh, They also, we, we now know when the, both the early access and the actual open beta are going to go. Unlike, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're a world of Warcraft player, you may be used to beta periods that last months. This is not going to be that this is going to be the weekends Um, early access. I want to say it's the 17th of March
2: uh march 17th through the 19th is the early access weekend for uh people who have pre-ordered the game Mm
0: -hmm. and then the actual open i want to say open beta um yeah open play uh, session will be the the following week
2: yeah march 24th to 26th and it's not open in between those times it's weekends only uh the one
0: more like a stress test
2: yeah they did they did mention that um I mean, one interesting thing is, is if you're in the first, the early access beta, your progress will carry on to the second weekend of beta. So you can like keep progressing. I don't know if that's really a selling point because your progression will be wiped when the actual game releases, but you'll be able to get a little ahead of the curve on the beta testing.
0: I think it's actually more aimed at them having some people come in and test the early stuff and have some people who've done the early stuff. Who can Mm -hmm. go further, and so they can test further and stuff. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, in terms of it though, that that's that's pretty big news. Um, Blizzard released a video, which um, I'm going to be charitable here and say (laughs) doesn't doesn't really reveal anything specific. It's mostly just look at how pretty the game is going to be. Look at all these cool zones. Look at these. You know, here's here's people who worked on the game talking about the thing they liked working on and. I'm always happy to see people be excited about the thing that they did that they really like doing, but in no way is any of this groundbreaking. Um, we knew all of this, uh, it is all stuff we knew. Um,
2: it feels like a video that is just not for us, us the <laughs> mega fans who have been following Diablo Four since before there was a Diablo Four. It's like this is a really overviewy thing about the environment and the world that's kind of meant for people who've maybe never played a Diablo game, which... yeah, or, either,
0: or haven't played in a long time. Yeah, like if if you but... took Diablo Three off because you didn't like it, hmm. this is videos like that's like no, this is going to be much more like Diablo Two. Uh, do me darker and, and the, the, the art tone is more sinister. It's like, okay. So it's, it's telling people, okay, you, if you liked this, you can come back and do this, mm-hmm. which is not a surprise. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people who didn't play Diablo three. So yeah, um, you, you do want to get them to come back uh, at the I same know, time. I... I Diablo three is really good. So I, certainly I have a...
2: no, that's true. It's been here for over a decade now. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, oh, we I, will be I, talking
2: more about that, but go ahead, Liz. Yeah, I I have a question for y'all. So one of the things they talked about in the video they released today was that Diablo Four has this darker tone that harkens back to Diablo Two, and I always thought I I've heard a lot of people say that Diablo Three is like not dark enough, not gothic enough, but I've never felt that about Diablo Three. I mean, obviously. You've got Whimsy Shire, which is its own thing. But, uh, you know, Diablo 3 always did feel like it fit into the series. Like it wasn't a hugely different tone. What do y'all think? Do you think Diablo 3 was too big of a digression on the, the art design? Was it too colorful?
1: I'm going to let Joe go first. I have no input at this point, so go ahead, Matt. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh well, wow, I was trying to let people talk, and they when i want trying to let them talk. They won't talk. Uh. Uh, basically, my take on it is pretty cynical. Uh, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people did, in fact, look at the fact that it was uh, visually brighter. For one thing, uh, a game that comes out in, like, 2000 versus a game that comes out in 2012, the graphics in Diablo 3 are just better than the yeah. original Diablo 2. I'm not saying they're better than Diablo 2 Resurrected, but they were better than Diablo 2. Uh, that's not a dig at Diablo 2. Again, 12 years of, of progression. It should look better. Um, but that's the, because you could see more, there's always a decision to be made. Do you show more or not? Diablo 2 mm-hmm. does a lot with darkness and shadow and not showing you things because if it showed it to you, it would be kind of ugly and dumb. Uh, you know, just we, we can't render this as well as, as we, we can imagine it but by Diablo three, they could render it pretty close. If you look at the difference between the butcher in return to Tristram, I think return to Tristram is the absolute example of this. They deliberately, when you go play the return to Tristram, you first thing you notice is they have muted the color palette down. Hmm. The color palette in normal Diablo three is bright. It's not, it's not bright, like it doesn't look like you're, you know, most of the time it, the game does not look like you're in Whimsyshire, but there's very vivid reds and blues, and it, there's not a lot of that blue-orange thing. They don't do that a lot. It's just st- stuff pops. Mm-hmm. And Diablo 2 is infamously not a game where stuff pops unless it's actually like an eye popping. Like, you know, <laughs> it's there's there's none of that visual grab. It's it's murky and dark, and I almost want to call it splatterpunk. Or mm-hmm. Splattergoth, because it is that kind of aesthetic where, you know, you walk into a room and there's corpses everywhere and there's blood all over the place. And you're like, okay, what happened here? And then, of course, the demon dogs show up and you're like, oh, that happened. Um, so I think that that was a problem for it. I think a lot of people just were not ready for mm-hmm. a, a more varied color palette in Diablo 3. In terms of the story, there is also the fact that because your character is a Nephilim in Diablo 3 a fully realized Nephilim, you are you you are growing into almost godlike power as you play now in Diablo 2 your character had godlike power but it's not narratively there mm-hmm. it's it's there in that your character can blow up waves of demons but in the narrative you're still just that adventurer who showed up and was like okay whatever um whereas in Diablo 3 the narrative is you are so dangerous that the that heaven and hell alike are nervous in your presence you are this thing that you are no longer human and you become less and less human as you go by the time that you you play through the content of reaper of souls you are you are as so detached from humanity that you have mastered the power of death itself and it it is it is a definitely again I, I think it comes down to the tone is less horrific. It's less of horror game. Not that the original Diablo or Diablo two were really a horror game, but there's horrible moments, even in the action RPG elements of it. Whereas Diablo three more fully embraces being an action RPG. Um, it's not about demons and the effect they have on the world. It's about killing them. Whereas I think in Diablo four, they're definitely trying to go back to that feeling of, you yeah. know, yes, you're a hero. Yes. You're fighting in darkness, but look at what the darkness does to the world. Look at what it does to these people. There, there's a price that you that gets paid so that you can be a hero. And, it, and it's, it's interesting. I, I definitely don't think that Diablo 3 is not fit in the series. I think that's a ridiculous argument. People who make that argument, I, I mean, you're just never going to be satisfied. You'll come up with a reason why Diablo 4 doesn't count uh, if you decide you don't like it. Um, but regardless, I do definitely think there is a tonal shift between the two games. I think that Diablo... Mm-hmm. Two is very much a look at the world it broke, and Diablo three is very much I don't care. Where is my loot?
2: <laughs> the pacing of Diablo three contributes to that a whole lot. Oh because yeah, it's just It's it, it's frantic
0: from yeah. start Joe, to finish. I know you've got stuff to say about the pacing of Diablo three because we've had that.
1: Conversation. Yeah, I mean, I do. I definitely have stuff to to say about that. I mean, the the pacing of Diablo three is just it's breakneck. Right? It's it's fast. It's mm-hmm. super super quick, and that's sort of the whole point. It feeds into what Matt's talking about. a being uh you know the the leaning into the ar the action rpg elements of it um because that's what it's doing right it's it's trying to keep this frantic pace it's trying to keep you going from point to point it's about explosions it's about dealing damage and like killing demons uh versus diablo 2 which was much more deliberate uh and even more deliberate was diablo 1 where it was you know you couldn't even run in diablo 1 <laughs> Um, maybe people forget that. Don't know why it, it sticks with you, but Diablo four, we, and we were talking about this before, it seems to be setting up, uh, moving more into the story elements and having that sort of, uh, a cadence between the two elements of having the slow, deliberate pace, but the actioning moments in between as well. So it'll deliver the story, con, the story beats as well as give you those, those frantic moments. It's just not all going to be, uh you know upper bpm type moments and it's not all going to be deliberate lulls that are trying to to give an atmosphere it's going to be somewhere in between and i'm kind of okay for it like i think that i think that's it's good for it to do its own thing in regards to that and that's my opinion i hope hope we answered some question there
2: (laughs) i mean you answered a question that i asked which uh yeah i was curious all right well
0: then let's talk about since we just talked about it for a bit let's talk about the fact that Whilst all this preparing for Diablo 4 is going on, Diablo 3 still has stuff to show us. Um, Starting on the 24th of February, which, as we're recording this, is three days in the future, but who knows, you may be listening to it after. Uh, On February 24th, Season 28 is starting, because Season 27 just ended this Sunday, As again, Mm -hmm. as we're recording. Um, When it starts, it will be the 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 altar of sacrifice season or I don't remember what they're calling it I just know that the altar <laughs> of sacrifice is the main mechanic um but it's 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 a it's a big wild season um this is this is this is like saying okay we have got one more season what what do we do for our season theme well we have 20 se- we have these 20 different ideas let's just use them all <laughs> and that's what they've done um it is substantial go ahead listen mm-hmm.
2: We don't actually know if this is the last season, but it seems, it certainly seems like it might be. Because if of it Diablo is. Of course, yeah. coming out. Yeah. And it's so big, it really feels like a swan song for the game. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: like they've added in what would effectively. I could have seen this system coming for an expansion. Like, mm-hmm. seriously, I could have seen, I could have imagined a Diablo 3 expansion uh, that had this as its end game. It, this, this new kind of Paragon Plus system, which does, as I think it was you and joe both pointed out that it kind of looks like the way diablo 4's paragon system is going to work with the tiles uh it's it has certain similarities thematically uh and it might very well be intended to kind of serve as a as a way for people to get used to that concept uh but yeah yeah, it is i don't know it's definitely got a lot of moving parts um like i said i think i wrote a post because you had specifically said you know we need a post about how to get the staff of herding yeah. And so I remember Eddie post saying, yes, remember this incredibly hard to get thing? Well, get ready to get it and make it and then just throw it in a, in a wood chipper.
1: Matt <laughs> has mentioned Anderson the of destruction me. of it multiple times, and I think we know what chord that strikes with him. I have been charting this. Every time we talk about it, he brings it up, and I can hear the pain of the voice.
0: It's terrifying, <laughs> man. You don't have any idea how hard it is to find Chiltara? <sighs> that
2: guy is not up. <laughs> She's just not up. I'm... I'm going to jump in here and say for people who have not been following Diablo 3's latest season, uh, season 28 is introducing an entirely new talent tree. Which, uh, And it's not just a talent tree where it's like you level up and you get a point and you put a point in the talent tree. No! It's talent tree where you want a new talent, well, you have to give something up. You've got to give away a lot of blood shards. Or maybe sacrifice your staff of hurting if you want that next level of power. Yeah, and
0: it's, it's also customizable. Mm-hmm. Which tier of talent you're doing this stuff for? Like, because it unlo- the unlock costs are linear, whereas the option of which talent to pick is not linear. It's it's a tree. It branches. So you could you could go straight down the tree and just like pick one 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 and just get to the bottom as fast as possible. Uh, and then go back in and fill in stuff. And thus, the, the costs of, of things up there might cost less because you zoom to it. Or you can spend your time picking out stuff as you go and and, and expanding out the tree. But that's going to make the further on stuff be more expensive. Because, again, every time you buy one of these talents, it's, got, it's on the next tier of, of cost. And some of them are, are, are nothing special. Like, you know, sure, like 2,500 blood shards. I'll, I'll get there. You know it's not like hopefully this time the one random place I need to exist <laughs> in order to like finish this thing like there's one where you have to get a a, a specific book drop out of the these the dungeon set dungeons like the the various set dungeons that they have in the game mm-hmm. you have to go and run them and you have to run them repeatedly because the item might not drop so you could run it you could run it and you know back when you need to complete it but not get the drops so and I have to do it again. And the set dungeons in Diablo are some are okay. Some of the Diablo 3 set dungeons are okay. Some of them are nightmares from which you will never awaken. They will <laughs> haunt you until the day you'll be on your deathbed with your family and loved ones around you, your significant other cradling your hand and saying, you can let go. It's time to rest. And you'll go, oh god, the barbarian swirling wastes dungeon. Oh, why am I here? You know? <laughs> So yeah, so so, so you can see that 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 I have, in fact, I'm I'm kind of excitedly dreading this season. Like I I want it to come and I want to play with it, but at the same time I'm like, do I really want to? (laughs) Because man, that staff of hurting is not easy to make, and then I just gotta throw it in a wood chipper, and it's just like, like, so some demon somewhere can snort up the dust of the the staff, and then I get to unlock a talent,
2: yay! And but at the same time, if this is gonna be the last season, maybe you need something that in depth to actually play through. I don't maybe. know.
0: Yeah, it is and if it's not the last season, then what are they gonna do in season twenty nine? Season twenty-nine, you... your character has to like you have to kill your character <laughs> to, to like every, equip every item. You have to like you know, sacrifice your character and start a new one. Like what?
2: <laughs> I it's it's Diablo, it could happen. You don't know.
0: I am talking without pushing the button. Regardless, um <laughs> It is interesting. It is. It's. It's really fascinating to look at the way the seasons. Like, keep in mind too that this is season twenty-eight. The first themed season was season fourteen, so this is the fourteenth themed season. Uh, It's interesting to see how they went from more goblins to this, Um, and there have been some wild ones along the way. Like there was the one that basically gave you the set bonus from the two piece like you know there was a two piece set bonus that they gave you that allowed you to basically not have to use that set and thus completely change up how you were doing your talents and stuff and then like that would expand it out to the point where there was one that you suddenly got extra canized cube slots
2: i really uh, enjoyed that one
0: that one was really fun uh and it just it's been fascinating to watch the progression of this I, i'm really curious to see what they do in diablo 4 with seasons because they're going to have seasons mm-hmm. in diablo 4 guys and I'm like because you you've got they they obviously don't want the game to just be Diablo three again. I totally get that. Nobody wants that because if you're gonna do that, just keep doing Diablo three. Hmm. You know, if you're just gonna give us the exact same game, then, then we already had that game. Uh, so I definitely think you know there's not a bad idea to try and change it up. It's not a bad idea to harken back to a game that everybody really liked. But at the same time, you don't want to forget all the lessons you learned doing all this content. That's like 14 seasons with themes. That's 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 wild. And we've seen it creep into, like, other games. Like, we've seen it creep into, like, wow. Um, I'd say that Season 4 of Shadowlands was very much like a Diablo season. Uh, with the dungeons, with the special, like, the, the special raid and dungeon stuff going on in the faded raids. That felt really interesting to me. It felt almost, like, Diablo season-y. Where, yes, you've got some negative stuff happening, but you also have some stuff you can use to, to actually make the fights go faster. Oh, for sure. And... You know, it just it it is to me a really interesting thing, and I want to see how they continue it in Diablo Four, but I don't know how that's going to be.
2: It does, it does feel like Diablo Four seasons are going to be a little more like WoW patches, in that like this season is going to have uh, like a new zone or a new area, like they're going to be content, like a little bit of content Mm -hmm. expansion as well as maybe new mechanics.
0: Yeah, that's that is fair. That does seem to be what they're aiming for. So yeah, who knows what we'll get? We'll we'll see it when we see it. Not very long now. Like March is coming, guys, and then that's three months till the game comes out.
2: One what? thing I wonder about the Diablo beta is it is in March and the game is out in June. That's a long time between the beta and the game. Like, are we going to get another round of beta weekends? I wonder.
0: I don't know, but maybe. I don't. I, mean, I don't know either. I mean, it might make sense to to do this beta and then. Mm-hmm see what happens like did, did something reveal itself to be because i mean that's been the thing with diablo betas for a while mm-hmm. going back over all the diablo 3 betas that i've seen in the last say four years half the time they do a, a beta it, it's like the the intense week of beta and mm-hmm. then they just go live with it and it's fine half the time they do the intense week of beta and it, everything breaks and so they <laughs> delay the season for another month because yeah we gotta we gotta make this actually not break everything uh the the Tempest season, the trials of the Tempest. I always sticks in my head for that, like it, it just the season never ended. It was like it was like 19 weeks. It was like tied for second longest ever. Uh, because they intended to release it several weeks earlier, but nope, everything broke. So maybe that's what they're they're hedging their bets on that one. Who knows? Mm. But um I think unless you guys have anything else to say about that, we're gonna talk a little bit about Diablo Immortal. You okay with that? Yeah. Okay. Diablo Immortals getting fishing. (laughs) They're getting more than fishing. Uh, but that's the post they put up is literally grab a rod fishing debuts in Diablo Immortal. That's the post. The headline for the post they put up is that it doesn't mention in the headline, all the other stuff that's coming, but quite a bit of other stuff is coming. There's like something like 36 new legendary items, uh, which are in hell difficulty eight. I want to say, um, but you've got a bunch of stuff for everybody. Uh, I haven't played all these classes but you know it's it's cool to see that they they're adding a new gear that way. They're doing a completely complete redesign of the rune system in Diablo Immortal because hmm. um quite frankly I don't think the rune system in Diablo Immortal has been that compelling. Uh I think it's been really hard to get runes. There's obviously because of the nature of Diablo Immortal as a a free to play mobile game it, it we we've we've kind of gone off on monetization in several podcasts in the past i feel like you've heard it and if you want to hear our thoughts on monetization we have an entire backlog of podcasts but i don't think you can ignore the fact that diablo Immortals runes and runic systems and everything to do with character power is gated behind stuff that you bypass with with spending money that's just a fact uh and so they're redoing it they're removing stuff like fading embers they're they're using them directly to just buy things and craft things. they' They're changing up a lot of stuff here. Uh, I don't know how it will end up working. Um, quite frankly, looking at this, i I don't know how this is going to end up for players, but it's based on the fact that community feedback were like we we don't have we don't get the runes we need. we We don't use the, the runes we're getting. We end up with bags full of runes we don't need or want, and we can't make the ones we do want. Uh, you've got to fix this or, you know, we'll, you know, eventually people will stop playing. I mean, you know, it's great that some people are spending a ton of money on your game, but nevertheless, uh, th- this isn't fun. So we'll see how the system upgrades and, and how it changes. Uh have you either have you read on this? I'm assuming you probably have because
2: I have not. I mean I'm not actively playing Immortal. Yeah. One of the things that I think is a real shame about the monetization system is that Immortal is actually a really fun game. It's a really good Diablo game. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's a Diablo MMO. It's this big multiplayer thing where you can form guilds and clans and hang out with your friends. This is an awesome, amazing game. And it's such a shame that it's really locked up behind, okay, if you want to advance at any speed, you've got to give us money. Because it, it's real yeah. frustrating.
0: It wouldn't even be so frustrating. And, and again, I think that the change to the running system, mm-hmm. it's a band-aid because it's not going to fix this essential problem is that the game will not stop nagging me about spending money on it. Like nobody wants to play a game that taps you on the shoulder every five minutes to go, you know, you wouldn't have to be doing this. if You forked over five bucks. And it's like, (laughs) why are you telling me that I should skip the game? the, The whole point of this is I'm playing it. If I'm, Playing it, I should not be constantly being told that the playing it is dumb, and I could avoid it if I would just give you money. That that is not that's not good. You shouldn't. That's that's just not. So I I, that's why I'm not truly invested in Diablo Immortal right now. But I did. I really did enjoy it, and it had a lot of cool stuff going on. It was a fun little MMO, quite frankly. Uh, The fact that it had smaller group content was was something i thought was really wonderful so
2: yeah I mean, it in, has dungeons and raids and it's mm-hmm. just really neat it's a neat game they have they have made a few incremental improvements in oh yeah the they have yeah
0: and they they're still doing so this patch yeah. itself is going to be more incremental improvements and fishing i i don't i don't get why fishing it, it was the lead <laughs> on this post i don't it's just
2: uh, it's certainly well it's new to the diablo universe yeah so there is that but then, at just, the same time, it, it seems like every MMO has to have fishing at some point, and now it's just yeah. finally come to Diablo.
1: How I mine for fish? Yeah, <laughs> how I mine for fish. I was just thinking that. Yeah, uh,
0: but so anyway, that's that's happening. Um, I think we'll, we'll move on to talking about World of Warcraft. Although well, there's not a ton of news right now, we're waiting for news mm. on when 10.0.7 is going to drop because last week we talked about the, uh, the the changes coming to various classes. I think. You know they're still making changes as this goes on, but uh, at some point mm-hmm. they, I think they'll nail in on what they are expecting ten point zero point seven to be, and we'll get a release date on it. I feel like it has to release in March.
2: Oh, right? absolutely,
0: it has to release yeah. in March, uh, just to keep up with the schedule. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to turn. It, I'm going to actually ask you guys both uh, this time. I will ask you two questions. Um, when do you think is the optimal time? for 10.0.7 to launch when Ooh. would you most th- we think it would be best to uh to come out and uh whichever one he wants to start talking first go
1: i don't know that there's a really good answer for that question the problem is is that that is a very complicated question i don't know when the best time would be like because t- what 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 all is coming with 10.7 right like we're getting a lot of balance changes a lot of class changes uh what are the things are releasing with them
0: The uh, Broken Shore? Not the Broken
1: Shore. Uh, The the Forbidden forbidden Reach. reach. Forbidden Reach. Right. Like, if it was just class balance changes, I'd say, like, you know, now. (laughs) Um, But I don't know. Yesterday. Yeah. I I mean, Liz and I are in the camp where we want those changes now. Um,
2: I I keep trying to convince my raid leader to, can we just, like, pause progression until 10.07 so that I can get all these cool Paladin changes? And he keeps saying, no, it's really, it's a real bummer. I just, I wanted to be out now. It is, it's terribly inconsiderate.
1: Well, now you're his boss. So, I mean, you can yell at him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But honestly, probably. In my
0: post about writing about why they should, we should cause progression.
1: (laughs) 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 But uh, honestly, like probably mid-March, I think would probably be where I would, where, where I would aim personally. Liz, you're
2: We're we're also getting uh, holiday updates, which we have not seen anything about. I'm actually really curious about that, even though it may not be much. But I, we, it's been so long since we've seen any holiday updates that I just I want to know what's happening. I want to see what gets updated and if it's anything cool. And also, I want new cosmetics. I always want new cosmetics. Uh, I think mid March is almost certain. I my 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 guess is mid March.
0: All right, uh, my personal thought is the last week of March, uh, just to line it up. Like they seem to be heading for the 24th of various months every time mm-hmm. they do something nowadays, so True. I'm I'm thinking sometime the last, the last week of, of March is when it's going to come out. Whether or not that's the best time for it to come out, I, mm-hmm. I, the reason I asked you guys the question is I, I can't actually come up with an answer to it, so I was hoping you guys would, and instead you've made me more confused.: Kudos. <laughs> Congratulations.. Um, but yeah, while we're talking about that, since we're talking about cosmetics, uh, there's a lot of new traders post rewards for March and and beyond that have been data mined up. Um, Liz provided a host of them in, in her response to the email. So we, we it's, can- it's,
2: it's funny because Matt linked one article about new stuff in the trading post. And I was like, there are so many though. And I yeah. linked like five more.
0: Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, oh God, now I have to read all these. Uh, but I mean, yeah- I...
2: I don't think we know when any of them are coming out. I don't think we nope. know which of these are in March or beyond. It's yeah, just there's if, been a ton, yeah. a ton of data mining. Yeah,
0: no, we don't know if any of them are in March.
1: Mm, um, yeah, the
0: that, one that, that's true. Grabbed my, that grabbed my attention of all of these is the unused recolors of popular weapon mo- models coming to the trading post. And you look at them, and like one of them is the uh, the fist weapon from going back to like Burning Crusade, because that's the uh, that's the Gertog one that's that's like wow okay um there's i just just there's a lot of stuff in here um you haven't, i haven't seen like a the greater draconic morning star the greater draconid morning star i have not seen that thing that the the thing that it looks like that model is is a cataclysm model um it's a mace that dropped the cataclysm and i have not seen it since like i think it's off of uh it's off of deathwing this drops off Deathwing. It's one of the it's one of the last items that dropped. So yeah, I was like, wow, that that I was not expecting to see that. Um, so yeah, there is a a lot of stuff here that I was like, like wow, okay. Yeah, the the um the cosmetic sword called Apocalypse. Um, at this point, guys, you you have kind of used this model enough times. Uh that's the model from <laughs> this one's from Nax ten slash twenty five, uh, the sword Armageddon. They're using it again. Uh, they've done it like s- uh, several times now, but it's a it's a beautiful sword. I'm not surprised they're reusing it. But you know, you could reuse other things. You could give us that you know that pink and sparkly Ashkandi I've wanted forever. Just saying. <laughs> um, but but yeah, just the, the fact that they're doing this gives me hope that someday they'll go back to the the various models that they had in the files for Wrath of the Lich King that didn't drop anywhere. And have never dropped. We we never got half of them. We got some of them. Like one of them became the mace reward. If you did the Quel'dalar quests, but you couldn't equip a sword at all, there's a two-handed mace option. Um, and that mace option it, it worked for both you know casters and non-casters. You could get a caster version or a non-caster version. But that that mace model was in. It was basically supposed to be a a, a, a raid at the Nexus. Like, there was supposed to be like not just a, just, not just fighting Malagos. There was supposed to be like a raid in the Nexus. There were drops for all sorts of stuff from the Nexus that never came out, and there was drops from Old War that never came out. I I have complained about one sword in particular that the NPCs in Old War get to use to hit you, and you never get it. You can't get it off of them. You can't even loot, not even as a cosmetic. So yeah, seeing that they're bringing in more recolors and stuff makes me like very hopeful that they'll start bringing in other things that, that, that just never made the game. Um,
1: but it's a good place for it, too, right? Like, it's a, yeah. it's a good way to, to sort of, like, add stuff like that that they always wanted to but never could, and now they don't have to really associate it with, like, a piece of content or anything like that. It's just there. Like, the trading post is a really cool addition because of that. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so either of you, anything you particularly have set, seen and gone, oh, wow, I can't wait to talk about that or want to see that really right away? Uh, well, there, yeah.
2: is a, there is a battle spoon which is a giant spoon that you hit people with. I. It's a two-handed staff. So, I mean, I'm a paladin. I can't use staves, but I kind of want it. I kind of want to have a battle spoon. To you go into battle with a giant spoon. I yeah. could use it on my warrior. That is true. That is true. Can you, can you transmog staffs over pole arms? I forget.
0: Over everything. Uh, over yes. two handed over, over swords, all the two-handed uh, Yep. If it's a two hander, so, you can transmog a staff to it.
2: Uh, so I may I may be right into battle with my yeah. battle spoon. As, 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 yeah. as a fury warrior
0: this. As a fury warrior, I have on numerous occasions transmogged to two of those staves that are just fell puppies on sticks. <laughs> like Zadoom, I think it's called. Yeah, it's it's like the fell I know puppy. what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I transmog to the, the two of them all the time and just hit people with them. But you know, it's like fell puppy, fell puppy, fell puppy, and it it's my other fell puppy. He's got two. How <laughs> oh, can he have two? It's a staff. Yeah, so yeah, fell puppy, fell puppy. But uh did Joe say anything? Liz mentioned the battle spoon. Did you pick out anything? Say anything that was cool, Joe?
1: Uh, no. I don't I don't really have anything particular to call out.
0: Oh well. I'm giving you a grumpy look right now. You can give me a
1: grumpy. <laughs> you can give me a grumpy look. Like the thing that I'm most excited about of the upcoming patches is, is class changes, man.
0: We'll talk about them. I mean, I just want more healing. Like okay.
1: I mean, I feel I'm like, trying not to be, like quote unquote beat the dead horse, and I feel like I've done that a lot this expansion. There's a lot of uh, healing balance changes that I'm looking forward to going live. Like a lot of them, uh, because this entire expansion, and I understand that Drakthia the new hotness. But I feel like you know I'm feeling super far behind the other healing classes right now, uh, and I it it feels bad. And I'm just looking forward to getting my buffs and getting you know some tweaks in place and, and getting some things to make that that gap a little less obvious. So,
0: all right, I will talk about one thing really quick before we then move on to doing some questions. Uh, they've data mined out some pets that are going to be sometime in spring. These pets will be on the trading post in one way or another. There's egg Bob, who is basically egg Bert from the, uh, children's week, uh, quest rewards. If you've ever did those, he's kind of like a, like a plane strider in its egg. So, you know, little tiny baby bird thing. It's messed up, but fun and cute. Uh, there's Pippin who is a ro- recall, a recolor of the alarma dog, who is a, actually lovely scooby-doo colored version of that dog and it's a robo dog so if you want to have a robot dog there you go it's got a collar that's quite impressive and terrifying uh then there's the pandering monk which that's not cool guys you can't just tail make a and monk follow you around and be your pet well, that's weird but you're doing it yeah, anyway
2: apparently that used to be a pet air quotes there In the store, and they pulled it off the store, but now you can get it in the trading post. So you can still have uh, you can still enslave a pandaren and have him follow you around.
0: Yeah, he doesn't do anything. He won't fight for you. I mean, you can make him fight like tiny things, which is also (laughs) weird. Uh, You know, I I don't know, man. This is this is this this isn't right. You can't use the squire in battle pet stuff, can you? Like the 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 squire or gruntling? I don't actually know. That would just be bizarre, and I don't think that should be allowed. You can't Pokemon fight with like an actual child. That's just no. I've got to draw the line there. But in addition to the, the pandering monk and the robot dog and the eggshell bird, there's a uh, small Ragnaros. Little Ragnaros. Uh, he's, he's actually available. And what's really interesting to me is that Ragnaros doesn't move. When you when you have Ragnaros, little Ragnaros, out as your pet, he doesn't go anywhere. Like you run away from him, he just stays there for a while, and then he just vanishes. He goes into the ground <laughs> and then comes back up yeah, where he, you are.
1: He does he does the uh, the Bugs Bunny uh, tunneling thing, except yeah. it's pools of lava.
0: And also, you can use him as a cooking fire.
1: Yes, you can use him it's as a true. cooking fire.
0: So you know, if you don't have him, you can get him which I think is
2: pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, this is another thing. They're taking a lot of things that used to be in the shop and putting them in the trading post, which uh, I don't know is I, I I'm so excited for new things. And the problem is things in the shop. I've been playing this game so long that I have collected quite a few of them already. So it's like, yeah. give me that new stuff,
0: new yeah. stuff. That's why I'm like constantly super excited about the recolors. Cause I probably have the original, but now yes. I get to have it in another color. Finally, it will match. Uh, I have a hailstorm, but now it 's purple. that means it will match things. all the colors so yeah um but at this point we 're going to move on and I think take a couple of emails here um and other questions in fact i don 't think I think only one of these was an email uh If you all have a question for the site um for to this show in particular, uh you can send it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com dot com with the subject line uh podcast of blizzard watch so we know that it's for the show and not the the 17 other podcasts we might be doing at a moment's notice who knows anymore uh i just live in a little booth with like a microphone over my head just recording everything i say just in case um but uh, if you'd rather use discord because some people don't want to write mails uh you can go to our two discord channels uh the first up is the Patreon q and podcast questions channel and uh that one is for people who Support us on Patreon because, you know, that's why we can continue to do this site. And thus, you know, we like to give you guys a little reward for it. And that reward is getting to listen to us answer your questions. (laughs) sometimes I don't know how much of a reward that is, but you know, please keep doing it. Um, And then if you, you know, can't support us on Patreon, but you know, you still like the show and you still tell people about it and listen to it. And want to ask us a question. We do have the Q and podcast questions channel as well. Uh, You just, you know, go ahead and ask in there. And we'll, we will look there too. We did this week. So um, we usually right about now, there's various ways we've done this lately. I've been kind of arbitrary. So I am going to do a dice roll do 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 uh okay which one of you wants to be above 10 and which one of you wants to be below 10 because i'm
2: rolling a d20 i'll take the low roll. above uh, we we were totally in sync there joe we were yes here we go uh
0: 18 so no, i guess that's so you
2: i i guess that is here is a question from Jack. Jack. hopefully i'm pronouncing that right wow currency why do we have so many Do you think Blizzard should, could, retire some? How would you streamline the 275 different currencies we have? Uh, I can say for certain we have too many currencies. There are so many. Why? Why do these all exist? Uh, I actually think Blizzard has done a pretty good job by making a lot of them so we don't get them in our inventory, so we don't have to, like, manage currencies. I think they could do that for more currencies. And just make it convenient, so you know it's a tab on our character sheet. You can go in, see how much you have, and you don't have to have a stack of stuff in your inventory. I mean, what do y'all think? How can we make currencies better, easier, simpler?
1: Not have them. Like, I, it, it's, it, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not trying to be like shitty about it or anything like that, but there are just way too many, and it's it's been a problem. It was a problem years ago. It's a problem now. And while it's gotten better, it's not great. The the problem with currencies, and I understand the intention behind it, it's it's supposed to be a gate for you know time spent in game to you know purchasing certain things. It's supposed to incentivize you to spend more time in game doing things to earn X reward or whatever the case is. But there are just too many of them. There are too many of them to keep track of, there are too many of them to 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 know about, and especially even recently, like in the last several expansions. I mean, every single tier, there's new currency, and it feels like we're backsliding to Wrath of the Lich King, right? And maybe some players like that. I'm not one of them. I I think there, you know, there could be other ways of doing it that don't involve a random currency that is another thing that you have to keep track of and hope you have the exact number of, and then you know maybe go back and farm uh, later on because you forgot to grab mm-hmm. something. It's, it's just too much. Like it, it, to me, it's too much. And I don't know what the elegant solution is besides removing them. Like, why do we need them at this point? The, even the, the trading post. the trading post is a set of currency. and, And while it's less egregious than the others, because you just do stuff and get rewards, it's still a currency. So I don't know. And plus what you're saying, like, if we have to have currencies, if it's if they go back and just anything that needs to take up a bag space no longer takes up a bag space, maybe yeah. I'll be a little bit happier about it. But I don't know. I I, I Currencies and MMOs, period, are weird. They always have been.
2: There's just so many of them. So many. I just opened my currency tab and I was scrolling through. I have uh, 70,000 coalescing visions. What am I supposed to do with this stuff? Mm-hmm. It's just i gonna, think
1: it's
0: gonna, that's that's actually seven. that's the th- issue for me
1: they never go that's, away they're there they're, yeah. right they're
0: there yeah. and you can't do anything with them especially when you get to a certain point like back in when when coalescing visions were a deal back in that's uh that's battle for Azeroth, right
2: yep yeah
0: yeah when they were a deal you could hit a point where you didn't there was no point to them anymore you could you know mm-hmm. i've done i've i've gone and fought nazoth uh in the in those dream things by myself oh, a million times. I have done this. I don't need to do it anymore because there's nothing for me. I've gotten all the powers I can. I I've gotten all the gear I'm going to get. Uh, you know, my cloak is as good as my cloak can get. There is no point to this. And now it will just stay in my be- in my little tally forever, and there was like all those other things too that dropped that weren't technically currency, but were like you know this vial of you know that you need to to trigger the event. It's like there should always be a recycling place.
1: You remember when they <laughs> used to have? Uh, I think it was Valor Points where you'd get to an end of a season or or whatever the the, And they would convert it to gold. And they would convert it to gold. Mm -hmm. And then you would just continue to earn the same currency after that and it would just apply to everything, but it reset your value. I'd be fine with a system like that coming back too. Yeah. Make everything one currency.
0: If if it was recycle, if you basically could just recycle it, like that's what that is when you have valor points and then at the end of the thing they're like okay we're going to refund uh, you you know if you if you have valor points and you haven't spent them you're going to get gold at this level and it, it wasn't ever going to break the bank i think one time i had like a lot of valor but points it and feels I got, less
1: like, bad than, bad than having gold this feels less bad than having a thousand coalescing visions laying around
0: yeah well that's my point is it's like it it's not going to ever like you know it's not going to be like now i'm just rolling in the gold from all my 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 currency conversion but having a place where you could go and just dump all that stuff off and and get something that you, that's actually got some use now even if it's just to pay for repairs for your armor is, is still better than we now have you know this and when you go to the forbidden reach you will find reach gemstones and each gemstone in the reach gemstones you know can be traded in for fabulous items so it's a currency you're 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 giving me A currency again but these ones are gemstones (laughs) and they said you know they're so magical and powerful that they don't stack
1: so they're so
0: they're so they're so they're they're tunies instead of loonies got it why are you doing this to me and it takes 300 of these gemstones i don't have that many bags (laughs) what are you doing to me i'm gonna literally have to migrate back and forth from the bank just to get, just to buy this thing. Listen,
1: I just want to mine for fish. Okay, I don't need to crack a thousand currencies.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, and so my my, if I were coming up with this th- with a thing to do, I would steal Joe's idea, which I was actually about to say anyway, um, and <laughs> probably break back to something like there's one or two currencies per the entire expansion, and when we go to a new place, uh, they reset. In if you hadn't spent them, you get some gold, or maybe. Like maybe there's a crucible of awesome that you can go to and go, here's all my coalescing <laughs> visions. And they go, here's one thing that, that gives you a, a glow when you are in combat. Okay. That's nice. You know, maybe it could have like, you know, temporary cosmetic event, you know, experiences, the vendor who's, you know, you shovel in 85,000, uh, you know, coalescing visions and he spits out a, you know, now you're purple. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what? Whatever. Uh, but regardless, I- just just a way to to clear out all this stuff, so you don't feel like I'm just dragging it around with you forever.
2: And the only thing is, like, what if you actually want some of these rewards that cost things, currencies from previous? That you don't expansion. have to go How turn you- them in.
0: You don't. You know that's why hmm. I said there should be a guy to go to. You don't or, have to go to that guy.
1: Or they're all the same thing, and you just earn the current currency. And if you want to spend on something old, you go back and spend the currency on something old.
0: I like, be for nice. a little while, they had that in, I don't remember which expansion, but before they switched to the thing where you had to, like, you could only earn honors like through very specific things. I used to have a bunch of honor points that I would spend on PvP gear from previous expansions. Yeah. I did that all the time. Um, I got several looks. Uh, for, I remember getting, like, specifically Burning Crusade and Wrath of the Lich King looks with just honor that I was earning in Ashran, Like, just... Running around doing Ashran, getting on her, and then I wasn't buying PvP gear with it because I didn't care. Like, my, yeah, I mean, my, uh... my tier gear was good enough, it didn't have all the uh stuff you you expect on PvP gear, but it was good enough that I could PvP in it, mm. and then I could spend the, the the points on looks that I wanted. And then they changed that you couldn't do that anymore, and I was like, wow, and that's why I so many people were still... doing watchtowers. Remember the watchtowers people were doing, yeah? Uh, with yeah. Like, you know, that that was in legion that's when i remember them making the change you 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 had to get specific new honor tokens to do it you couldn't just have a bank of honor points and spend them so you can still do it but you have to do it like you have to be doing it right now i had a backlog i had so many points to spend i could just buy whatever i wanted as long as it wasn't current like you know was it bothering anybody that i had like a mace from like three expansions ago i mean i didn't think it was doing any harm but Regardless, it isn't doable. Anymore. But yeah, that's, that's my answer to the whole currency thing.
1: All right. So I guess that means we move on to the next one, huh?
0: Yep. That means you're up.
1: All right. This one comes from pliskin 86, who I really hope still has escaped from New York successfully. Uh, I have been main in a frost DK since Cataclysm, and this is the first expansion I have had to read up on specs, rotation, etc., to even get above 20 K DPS tanks and healers are beating me on DPS. I tried Unholy, same issue. Is anyone else having these issues? I'm trying to boost my DPS to raid with my guild and learn the fights, but my low DPS hinders the guild. I know today buffs went live, though I'm not sure how much of an impact this will make. Uh, your sentiment is one that a lot of players have been sharing uh, in general. It's For everybody that's having a good time this expansion, there are people that are having a bad time adjusting to this expansion as well. Uh, I think Liz and I have been talking about this a lot from the healer aspect of it but DPS are definitely not immune to it. The new talent system, the reworking of everything has very much complicated uh, the play style for a lot of players, right? It's not simplified and streamlined like it was before. Uh, instead, it does require a lot more involvement, a lot more forethought. And unfortunately, as a result of that, uh, a lot more reliance on gear and, uh making sure that your talents support the gear that you have as well which is why there are more balance changes coming for the classes uh that's why they're still looking at it they're still trying to find that sweet spot to put everything back together it's it's an uphill battle right like it's it's a constant and we I think we talked about this when the talent system was first announced and when the the expansion was you know not even we had just had it announced and we knew what was coming a little bit We talked about how this is going to be such a major change for so many players and so many classes that it's going to take a while for everything to come together and get to a point where everybody is. uh, I don't want to say everybody's going to be happy because that ain't going to happen. Uh, This is not how things work. You can't you can't make everybody happy, but where most people are happy and capable of doing what they want to do with their class. We're not quite there yet for everyone it's still being balanced and still being looked at. So, yeah,
0: and I mean, one of the, the upside of the new talent system is there's a lot more flexibility to come up with a different build mm-hmm. that does what you wanted to do rather than just here's three talents on this tier, pick one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The downside is that there's three talents on this tier. Pick one is a lot easier to balance. Mm-hmm. there's a reason they went to that model they didn't just go to that model because they hate fun and want you to be unhappy <laughs> they they went to that model because it is just easier to balance it uh there's three options you know and and even then i i know we all knew this when there were three options on a tier you almost always picked one of them and it was mm-hmm. the same one you know this one yeah. was always better and this is less cut and dried in that way but it also means there's a lot of room for well in this situation you want to build that does this but unfortunately this fight is not multi-target at all whereas this fight has a light cleave element Uh, and however this fight has heavy cleave and it it just you can be sitting there i sit there sometimes going okay i do not have the mental bandwidth to change my my spec every fight
1: and and then i'm doing that literally right now every fight we go to i have a different spec
0: yeah, and it's just I'm just too tired to to switch every fight. Like I went and we did uh, heroic Taros, and I I just used my uh, my AOE spec not because I knew it would do good damage because I knew it wouldn't, but because I was like the AOE spec A has more stuff in it that will keep me from dying because hmm. uh, my one of my trinkets is like a, it's actually technically a tanking trinket. It shoots out this big blast of fire and hits everything around me, and then I get a damage shield based on everything I hit. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. I want that for Tara. Are you kidding me? The fight where I'm constantly almost mm-hmm. dead, I definitely want want a freaking damage shield. But more importantly, it's like if I, 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 would literally be spending twenty like twenty minutes every night just switching talents for you know all these different bosses and these different mechanics. Like the AOE spec for is for the council because we have to hit all four of them. And you want to get them down as evenly as possible. So I don't want to do a ton of target switching, especially since I already have to mark a uh, lightning girl. D- D'Athea? Yeah. Whatever her name is. I have to mark her Gathia. for interrupts. She's my focus. So I have a macro where I hit, I hit my interrupt and it f- hits my focus target, not my target. Mm-hmm. Like it, it switches, hits her and then goes back to what I'm doing. And it, it's already more complicated than I like. And now you want me to like switch, okay, but only use that spec here and then go do something else. No, I guess I, I can't. It's just too much. It's too much, like, you know, mental grinding. And I, I get why you're looking like I, I've, this is the first expansion in a long time where I've just gone to Wowhead and looked at what their specs are and said, okay, uh, I'll make a couple changes here because I will not go without these, these uh, healing abilities. But basically, I'm just going to use their specs because it's just, there are so many possible options. There's a complete fury spec that's about getting rid of raging blow, which is like what raging blow? You just don't have it, and yeah, <laughs> there, there's a spec where you just straight up trade it away. It's like you know now your auto attack damage is is higher. I'm like you you just do that. You just turn on a given ability away from more auto attack damage. You can do that, and yeah, you can. So it's not just you, man. It is not, and it's not. You're not bad because this is happening. Yeah
1: it's, let's 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 make that perfectly clear. Like there's a lot of people that that feel that. It makes them bad players. You're not a bad player. It's a lot of adjusting. It is a lot of adjusting and it takes time.
2: And there's a learning curve to it. One thing that I have found learning to play retribution, which I've, I've always played this paladin that I have now is holy, but occasionally I need to go retribution for various reasons. I'm not very good at it, but one of the things I found is that I play worse. I do less damage if I'm playing a meta build because it features, like, Retribution Paladin currently, you know, has some cooldown reliance and is reliant on, you know, kind of appropriately timing things and just getting a tight timing. And I don't play it often enough to get really good about, okay, when am I casting execution sentence and getting this perfect, so I have this perfectly lined up multiple cooldown burst window. I have found that I actually perform better if I take a simpler build that is not as good according to many people because I can understand it. I can execute it better and I can't execute some of some Mm -hmm. things very well because I don't play it enough. I don't practice it enough.
0: One way to put it is that there, there are builds that are absolutely super optimal. They will Mm -hmm. obviously they will when played correctly, do the most DPS, but keep in mind that, you know, you are not in like the top 0.1 percent of raiders if you are then i don't know why you know what can i possibly (laughs) tell you man you know more about the game than i do i admit it but you know most people are just you know they're not at that level and if you have latency issues if you just have focus issues if you know you've already got a lot to keep track of sometimes simpler will allow you to perform better you know it doesn't it's not what is the absolute best if you get all the stars to align it's this thing i can do it and i can get the damage to be at least respectable and that's the thing is a lot of times you're like my dps is so low in absolute terms you're doing like you look at the chart and that guy did 55k dps i'm i could barely crack 30 but you're you, it's actually not that far apart in terms of how much damage you're doing it's just stuff like okay i had to stop and run away he's got a ton mm-hmm. of dots yeah. uh, he doesn't you know there's there are elements to everyone's damage and, and the way that their class plays that can make you feel like, oh, I'm just garbage. I'm doing horrible. And then you actually look at the raw damage. You're like, oh, well, he did 12 million damage during that whole fight. I only, I did 10. 10 not bad. It just looks worse because I have a lot of dead spots and I have dead spots because again, I had to move, you know, mm-hmm. if you're like a range caster, you had to move, you know, you couldn't, if you stood there and kept casting, you were going to die. And that's, all that stuff is important to keep in mind. It's, it's, it's never, I mean, sure. Sometimes you are just screwing up. I screw up. I, sometimes I just, we are human.
1: Wrong. This is oh, inevitable. Yeah. It will happen. I have, I have wiped the raid accidentally many times. It is a thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, we, we, we had somebody like during a council poll, somebody fished up the frog. Uh, yeah. Have you guys I, done that?
2: <laughs> Liz, do you want to tell the story?
1: I mean, I it's not much high. of a
2: story. I I was just like Liz, uh, Liz
1: noticed the pool.
2: I I was just like, oh, there's a fishing pool on my map. I should go over there. And everyone just no, the entire raid was the like, very, no, the
1: very <laughs> first pool we ever did on console. Uh, Aiden, uh, one of our demon hunters, fished up the thing cause he didn't know because he had the same pro. He like had the same thought. He's like, oh, there's a fishing thing here. I'm just gonna fish. And then the counter pulls. <laughs> Because it's an MMO, we mine for fish This is how this works
2: Yes, yes, <laughs> we see a thing On the minimap and we go do it Because that's why it's there uh, But yeah, apparently you're not supposed to do that
0: Yeah, we actually did it one day. So we had the giant frog there and he doesn't do a lot of damage, but he's just takes it so much damage to kill. Yep. he takes like 10 times the damage it would take to kill the uh-huh. ra- the bosses. And if you ignore him, he will just sleep you and stun you and mess you up. Uh, I don't know what he was doing, but it was just bad. So, yeah, we actually had to like to, to basically just like reset and then you know, like leave and f- wait for him to go away. Basically, you like, five minutes he goes away. <laughs> oh yeah but anyway um so yeah I hope that answers your question it is not it's not just you and it is not you're yeah not alone. Th- there's a lot to it there's a lot going on with this game and and a lot of oh it's really God. great but you're seeing the talents and so forth but regardless uh but I think that's gonna have to be it because we're already over time um I'm unfortunate we still have two emails that I would have liked to have gotten through but we did answer two and that's good uh so Joe if you don't mind
1: Let's do the thing. Blizzard Watch is made possible due to the generous contributions at patreon.com slash blizzard watch. Your continued support means that this podcast site and community is able to thrive and grow. Blizzard Watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcast, a better chance at having your question answered on our podcast or the queue and an ads free site experience. Thank you very much,
0: Joe. Uh, Thank you to both Joe and Liz for being here on the podcast as always and, and making sure that we actually have coherent conversation and not just a rambling nutter talking for like you know an hour because man that would not be great i don't know um, i've listened
1: to our podcast our podcast reviews on lore watch i think so many people some folks out there want us to ramble
0: <laughs> yeah but it's still better when there's two people doing it Instead of just that's me. fair uh <laughs> but you know regardless thank you guys so much for listening uh and thank you for being here supporting the show you know leaving reviews uh that's a great thing to do by the way leave reviews for oh yeah for all of our various podcasts um I don't think we're going to get to another tavern watch this month but we did a bunch last last month i think we did like two
1: we did two last month uh, yep
0: so you can go catch those up it's actually pretty interesting it's about the uh the ogl situation with with D and 5e we, we did quite a bit of talking about that and it's i think it's worth listening to quite frankly um but yeah this has been the blizzard watch podcast uh if you have a question for this podcast you can send it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com, or you can go to our discord we've got our Patreon q and podcast questions channel or our q and podcast questions channel you can ask in either of those as well uh or you can do what some people do and dm me or you know at me on twitter or email me directly which is not ideal because my, my my mailbox is a terrifying place full of demons and and spam emails about you know bolivians uh, i don't know what's going on there but nonetheless, i do look uh regard i do look um so yeah thank you guys so much for being here with us and we'll see you next week